Last week, we talked about what to expect at Apple's Time Flies event. That has come and gone. So let's talk about the highlights, what you may have missed if you didn't watch the whole event. Stick around. Hey everyone, welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm Julia Beauchamp and I'm here with Macworld senior writer, Michael Simon, as well as Computer World executive editor, Ken Mingus. As always, thank you both so much for joining us. So, you know, time has flown from last week to this week and there's new Apple products. A whole week and there's new Apple products. So the major highlights here were Apple Watch Series 6, iPad Air, and Apple One. No iPhone yet, no Silicon Mac yet, but probably in the pipeline. But what would you guys say were the highlights out of all the new products? I feel like, Mike, this is sort of your time to shine here. You know, it's funny because my highlight is the one that you didn't mention, which is the Apple Watch SE. And what that does is it's kind of a, a, a mishmash of Series 4, Series 5, and Series 6 watches, but for a real aggressive price. It's, it's, it's 280 uh, starting price. And if you upgrade to the LTE model, it's only 329 And listen, that's a lot. It's not, it's not like an impulse buy. But for someone who's looking for a good smartwatch, who wants to kind of get into this space without buying last year's model or a Series 3, which is about three years old, this it's a it's a it's a fantastic watch that has a you know the the newer display, most of the newer sensors, uh, last year's chip which is still very very fast, all of the new features in watchOS seven, sleep tracking and all the stuff that you want out of your smartwatch, and you're giving up a couple of things in Series six, but it's a lot cheaper. You're getting a lot more than Series three, and it's and it's a little more expensive. So it really kind of hits that sweet spot, and I think Apple's going to sell a ton of those yeah i was going to ask you michael i i agree i I mean is this just another example of apple sort of you know going down into the market to sort of make things a little more uh you know economically viable for people who may want to get into the the apple watch thing but just didn't want to you know spend the top dollar yeah i mean this is apple always sells like that older model which is, you know, and, and they sell very well. Like the older iPhones sell well, the older Apple Watches sell well. This is kind of a different animal. And it's, it's even different than the iPhone SE because that one takes a super old design and throws a, a very, very inexpensive price tag on it. This is, you know, this is very much one of Apple's modern watches with the new design, the, 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 that liquid rent, retina rounded corner display, the same design, you know, they, they're not really cutting cutting corners in that way like they did with the se but they're still bringing that aggressive price so if you get it with lte it's it's 329 bucks which so compare that to the series six is um 599 so because it's 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 so it's a it's a weird thing i'm not quite sure what's going on but if you so if you upgrade to lte on the series six watches it's a hundred dollars if you upgrade to lte on the se it's fifty dollars so you're, you're, it's actually cheaper, not cheaper. It's actually a better value to get that higher tier watch for 329 bucks than it is to get the, the, LT, the uh, uh, GPS version for um, 279, I think. Yeah, you know, it's interesting too. I saw a lot of discussion online talking about how these, the SE in particular, 
could be like, you know, if you wanted to outfit, say, mom to make sure that she's doing okay and you can help keep track of her if she falls or something, or the kids, if you wanted to get them a less expensive version of the watch, almost like you can sort of out, outfit the entire family now with varying degrees or, or varying levels of Apple Watch uh, technology. Do you, do you see, do you think that's part of the, part of the, uh, yeah. the play here? I mean, absolutely. Uh, so they came out with something called family setup which if you're kind of a casual observer, you probably haven't seen it. What that does is it lets you buy an Apple Watch for a kid or a parent or say, you know, your spouse uses Android. Hello. You know, somebody who wants to buy or, or, or have an Apple Watch but doesn't have an iPhone. And what this family setup does is it allows you, so you, you're, you're setting it up with your phone, but you're not pairing it to your phone. The catch is that you need it to be LTE. So it needs its own phone number and it also needs its own uh, plan, which are roughly 10 or $15 a month, depending on your carrier. Verizon just cut its rate from 20 to 10. So they're more in line now with AT&T and T-Mobile. I think they're all 10, AT&T might be 15, I'm not sure, but it, it's around there on top of your wireless bill. And when, when you set that up, so you set up the watch, you, you, you get the number. And so let's say in my case, my, my son's nine years old. If he goes out for a bike ride, he'll have a mini phone on his wrist. He can call me, he can text me. I'll get notifications if he goes somewhere that he's not supposed to go once I set that up. I can set limits on what he can do, what he can download, who he can talk to. And I can even send him like, if, if I give him an allowance of $10 a month or whatever it is, $10 a month, what am I living in 1980? $100, <laughs> $100 say, a week. Come on. <laughs> Wow, I mean, tight Damn, you know, so much for the watch. Go ahead. <laughs> so if I give him, I can send him money directly to his wrist, and he can use that, you know, at a store or wherever he is to buy something. It's it's a fantastic addition. Now, this doesn't re this this market doesn't really exist right now because you need to have a phone and a watch together. So if you're buying something for your kid, buying them a watch is pointless. Doesn't it, it, there's there's no benefit there because they need a phone, and no one in their right mind is spending fifteen hundred dollars on, on a kid to outfit them with with technology. So you're going to buy them either a, a cheaper phone, maybe my son's a little bit too old, but you know ten or eleven, twelve, you know, because you, you you need to keep in touch with them, and also as GPS tracking and all that stuff. So now you can get them a watch three hundred twenty nine bucks. Again, it's not cheap, but it's cheaper than an iPhone SE. It's cheaper than a refurb iPhone. It's probably cheaper than a used iPhone you're going to get on eBay. And they'll have it on their wrist all times. It looks cool. They're going to like wearing it. And it gives them all the, 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 the capability that you want and need. They can reach you. You can reach them. Uh, you, you'll know where they are. And, you know, I think it's a, it's a fantastic addition to this whole kind of ecosystem that Apple's built is this wearable ecosystem. I'm curious too, I think, to hear about what's different about um, the iPad just shifting gears away from the watch. I mean, the watch, it's really cool. And you do make a great point, Mike. And thank you for acknowledging it, that the the um, Apple Watch SE is really huge, especially it seems like now Apple is sort of making their lower end items. I don't know if this labeled SE, like it's the designated, not lower end by any chance, but lower price. Yeah, I, I mean, they, they they started that with the original iPhone SE. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's I think you're right about that. I think that that's kind of like the, the 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 signifier that it's it's good but cheaper. Right. It's the entry level. 
Basically, yeah. it's entry level. Yeah. Great. So what are some of these new changes coming to the iPad Air? I know we discussed a little bit about the iPad Air last week, of course, and it seems for the most part like all rumors were pretty much spot on. Um, yeah. Some biggies, obviously, including, you know, Touch ID in the home button, um, Apple Pencil compatibility, things along that lines. But I'm kind of intrigued too, and maybe, Ken, this is something that I think you can probably shed a lot of light on, you know, just as especially an iPad user and someone who uses an iPad for work. What are now some of sort of the distinguished, the differences, the big differences between the iPad Pro and the iPad Air, especially now because the iPad Air has USB-C? Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, one of the things is going to be the, the size itself. Mm-hmm. The iPad Air is not as yeah. big as the iPad Pro. Personally, for me, I, I still like the, the, the Pro, the, the larger screen. The big, yeah, the, the bigger Pro. It's, it's the bigger uh, Pro. It's, I'm it's sorry. The yes. same chassis as the smaller one, a slightly smaller screen. Yeah, I like and I, I do like the new design. Uh, you know, we were talking about this a little bit earlier with Michael on Slack, just that in terms of what makes it more of an enterprise type um uh, device, it's it's still as enterprisey as it was before, for better or worse. Um, you know, I personally think that the the big news there was that the new chip. It's what the A14, Michael. Yeah, yeah. First yeah. time that Apple introduced a new chip in a in a in a non iPhone, basically. Well, that's or, or a next gen to a, a next generation chip, as a, like they always had the X version of what was out or the Y version of the Z version, but this is this this is a brand new. Um, category or, or class or classification that we will see in the new iPhone, but they introduced it in the iPad Air. COVID has just thrown all of their plans out the window. Everything's all screwy. There's no way yeah. this would have happened in a normal year. Oh, no. I, I mean, clearly, you know, if, if things had been reversed, the, the the phone would have come out first with the A14. They would have talked right. about all the neural engine things that are in it and how much mm-hmm. faster it is, et cetera, et cetera. The iPad Air got here first, and they rolled it out. They didn't talk a lot about speed changes, things like that. I presume they're saving that for you know whatever the next event is, which we assume is the iPhone uh, coming up in October, right? Yeah, yeah. It's funny they compared it to the A12 X, which is in the the iPad Air now, without you know recognizing the fact that there's also an A13 out there that um, just happens to be in the iPhone, but we're going to pretend that doesn't exist right now. Did, so did we don't really know talk- how much faster it is than the, than, than the current iPhone. They, they, didn't, did, they didn't compare that. Did the word iPhone come out of anybody's lips? I don't, lips? So. Dur- I don't, I don't, I don't remember hearing so. nothing like, no no comparisons, no you know side acknowledgements. But anyway, back to the iPad Air, uh, Julia, to your point. Uh, you know, of the two, certainly of the two uh, hardware announcements this week, the iPad Air, if I was looking for an iPad, I would certainly be tempted I mean, I, I do have the larger iPad Pro, so I'm good for now. But uh, I, I find it pretty useful as a as a laptop uh, stand-in when it makes sense to use it that way. You know, if I'm out and, out and about, it's easier, it's smaller, lighter, and still does what I need for it to do uh, than my MacBook Pro. Yeah, I mean, it's funny that, so right now, technically, the iPad Air is faster or nearly as fast as the iPad Pro, because we're talking about the A12Z, which um, has more cores and better graphics, and then the A14, which is a five nanometer thing. So um, I haven't, we haven't done speed tests. We'll probably get one in soon enough, but um, they're going to be pretty, pretty comparable, and the Air will probably be, you know, ever so slightly faster. So what really are you getting in the Pro? Nothing, because well, Face ID, I guess. You know, although the, the 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 power button 
on Touch ID might actually be more convenient depending on how you're using it. It still works with the Magic Keyboard. It still works with the uh, Apple Pencil 2. It still has USB-C. It has the same basic display. It's a little bit smaller, but it's, I mean, you're not going to notice that if you're looking at them. Uh, yeah, what is it, 10.9 versus 12.9? Uh, yeah, uh, the big? well, yeah, there's that one. Even a small one, it's 11 versus 10.8. 10 10 uh, it's oh, yeah. essentially the same. So uh, it's $200 less. So you're saving there. You know, the iPad Air did go up from $499 to $599. That's, that's significant, 20% bump. But I think for what Apple added to it, for what you're getting, I think that's, you know, that's, that's not out of the ballpark of what I expected, a little bit, a little price increase. You know what? You can what? get more storage. Sorry, uh, you can you can get more storage with the Pro. You can go up to one terabyte. So there's that, I guess. But who is doing that besides people who just have tons of money to burn? I mean, you don't need a terabyte of storage in an iPad. With, no. With, with cloud cloud storage and all that other stuff, you really don't. So I think this is another case of Apple just completely and totally not understanding what, why, and who the iPad is for. I mean, they just they they built an iPad Pro that's not really an iPad Pro, but it kind of is an iPad Pro. Like, I don't understand. I understand the iPad, the 329 iPad, the eighth gen, faster faster processor, everything else is the same. I get that. In fact, I'm surprised they didn't say this is the, this is the iPad SE and add something to it because that I understand. The iPad Air. I mean, it's I, I would tell anyone who's saying I want an iPad. Not the, not the cheap one, but I want one of these three. I would never tell anyone who got it by the Pro because, like, what are you getting there? With the exception of an inch bigger screen, which I think brings its own problems because it's heavier, it's larger, it's cumbersome. It's really, really tough to use as a, as a, as a handheld device. Yeah, you're know. right. Maybe down the line, Apple changes and adds more things to the Pro, but it's, you know, they're, they're making it very difficult. I mean, okay, fine. It has two cameras. Who's taking pictures with their iPad? Certainly not that often. I so. think my mother's the only person I know that takes classic, pictures with her iPad. It's Pro. the classic it's, tourist thing. You know, it's like a leading tower of Pisa. Everyone's got their iPad. <laughs> exactly. No, I was going to say the one point I wanted to make, you know, about the iPad air is the, uh, the, the, the button, the, the touch ID button. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, that's the sort of thing that, I'm sure had the pandemic hit earlier, we might see that in the in the next iPhone because it would be really handy to use that when you're out and about trying to access your phone and you've got a mask on. Yeah, but my I, assumption I is we're too. I'm not counting on that. No, it's too late in the development. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For, well, I mean, we would have heard rumors of that. Um, but yeah, I agree. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for the uh, iPhone 13 to have both Face ID and and the uh, Touch ID in the in the power button as you say because of the problem with masks and the sanitariness and all that other stuff that um uh you know people we're, 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 these these masks aren't going away so this time next year i think it's still going to be the same issue that we have now is that people need to wear masks in public to be to be safe and what do you do you know apple can't tweak its entire algorithm to understand people wearing masks versus people wearing, they're just not going to do that. I don't even know if it's possible with the 3D face scans. So yeah, I think you you, you, you would need like an iris scanner or something. You might be able to do that, but I think you'd lose out on so much security because you're yeah. only looking at a much smaller exactly. sliver of somebody's face. Exactly. So yeah, I, I agree. I, I wouldn't be surprised. And I think it's a great addition. I'm, and, and, and I'm not complaining about the air at all. I think it's great. What yeah. I'm saying is I like I the air. maybe they're going to get rid of the 11 inch pro. 
and it's just the 12.9 that makes more sense to me. just have the, the larger one the middle one and the cheap one I, we, we only need three ipads we don't need all these all these models well apple does this you know a lot they'll they start do. adding things to the point where you get this whole matrix of products and you can't figure out there's too much overlap or not enough overlap you know mm -hmm. and it's not like a usual stair step like you just said good better best small you know entry level medium top of the line and now you've got these things that that as you say don't make really rational sense yeah um and we'll it looks see. like we'll the iphone is going to do something similar based on the rumors we we see is that the iphone 12 and the iphone 12 pro are going to be really similar and probably 200 to 250 dollars between them and it's just it makes the decision to, to to buy to upgrade that much harder Apple Watch oh. is perfect. Perfect. They, there's just enough features missing from the SE to justify going to the 6. And then there's just enough features missing from the 3 to justify jumping to the SE. All, they nailed that. They just have to bring that philosophy now to the, to the, to the, rest, of their, to the rest of their lines. Yeah. Tim Cook, are you listening? There's your answer. I mean, I don't think it's a problem. I, I don't think Apple really cares that someone is trying to decide which of their products to buy. Like, like they got to buy one of them. Like me, like me, you know. Like <laughs> well, you're going to buy all of them. That, 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 um, that, no, that's not a fit. But, but I am waiting for the iPhone 12 off, Pro off screen, Max. Uh, Ken has a has a whole stack of iPads next. <laughs> no, to I do not. Sadly, I do not. <laughs> yeah. So looking forward, one, what's next? What is the next Apple event? going to be do you think and when i mean it seems like so we've got all so we already knocked out the apple watch we knocked out the ipad air obviously the biggies that are left are going to be the iphone and of course um something new to the mac lineup or do yeah. you think that's going to be an individual event each yeah. or combo yeah yeah, I think they're, individual not, they can't, they're not going to combine those i think what this event showed us is that apple wants to kind of categorize these things because it can. If it's not having everyone come to Apple Park and make travel arrangements and show up on time and all that other stuff, they can do whatever they want. This event didn't need, an, it didn't need or these announcements didn't need an event, but it's cool that it was there. It was, it was fun to watch and there's no reason not to have one. So I think iPhone will be iPhone. That's it. These are, these are the maybe like the AirTags or maybe the over-ear AirPods, something smaller. But just iPhone, just just um, iPhone, and then the Mac event will be just the Mac. Yeah, I agree, and I'm hoping that the iPhone thing will be sooner rather than later. But I'm assuming second week of October ish. Yeah, I mean we're already what September 17th here. They got to ship these things. They got to you know all that kind of has to get cleared out, and then they'll have the iPhone. You know maybe the first week of October, first or second week of October. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'll be ready. Um, yeah, sure. Are you um? Are you going to sign up for the Apple One um, pre pre premier tier? I don't whatever? think so. Any of them? I don't think so. I mean, I, I I really have to sit down. It's one of those things where I mean, I have of course Apple TV, but I get that free because I buy it. But that's but that's going away. There's no indication that they're going to extend that offer beyond the first. Well, year. then at that point, well, that's then that's I'm five like, that's five bucks. You know exactly. I mean, I, I do pay for extra storage already. Yep, um, me too. I'm not, but I'm not sure that I'm going to use. I don't use Apple News, so that's not really a, a you know a yep. selling point for me. Uh, so I, I, I mean, I'm I'm aware of it. I'll watch it at some point. I might commit if it makes more sense economically. But right, I mean, now, if no. you do two services in storage, you're spending twenty two to twenty six dollars a month 
anyway, that's, 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 that, that's where I'm at. So I have Apple music family. I have, um, or I will have Apple TV plus once my thing comes up the next, next week or one month, whenever, whenever I bought the 11 and I have, um, I pay for 200 gigs of storage for my wife and I. So that's $6 a month. That's $26 a month for an okay. extra well, four bucks. I can get well, news, then I'm sold. arcade. I mean, it's, it's a, I was surprised at how aggressive it is. Plus they're giving you two terabytes of storage at, at the high end. I was, um, I expected that package. Plus you get the new fitness stuff. I know you, I know you're into that. Um, you get all of that stuff. I would have thought that was $40 a month at which point then it's a decision because you're like, all right, now I'm spending, if I got, I need to get at least three of these services plus storage. And then, I'm, but for $30 a month, if you, as long as you subscribe to a two with storage, you're like right there. So all right, gonna, I'll I go think, back and get my calculator out and start figuring <laughs> I out. Think I, I think they're going to sell, sell a lot of sold them. me. Yep. Plus you get, you get to use it with five people. So you can send one to your, to your mom up, up, up the block. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> she, can, she, can, she can rock out to, uh, uh, Jonas Brothers or something. Def Leppard. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> no, Clay Aiken. She'd be rocking out the Clay Aiken. <laughs> Perfect. Well, there you have it. So iPhone event, hopefully in a few weeks. When do you think the timeline is on whenever the new, the Mac event's going to happen? I would guess late October, early November. All right. First week of I'm gonna say first week of November. Yeah. They've they've had Mac um uh Mac iPad events like like I think the last one I went to was on Halloween or, 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 or at around there. So they've pushed it very late into October. I wouldn't be surprised now with COVID add a week, week and a half to that. So yeah, early November is possible. I don't think Apple cares about black Friday or anything. They, they're just do what they want to do and people will, will pay attention to it. All right. Sounds good. I mean, it was definitely, I, I liked that it was quick. I mm-hmm. was I was saying earlier that while the event was happening, I was trying to shuffle some laundry, get some laundry done, um, running up and down the stairs in my apartment. And yeah, I got done one little laundry over the entire Apple event because it was just about an hour. So it seems palatable to be able to watch more of them. So whenever sure. the new ones are coming, we'll be here. We'll be talking about them. And so. Yeah, the, the, I mean, the, the event was great. I mean, it was basically... Agreed. It was basically like a it was like a like a video press release. I mean, it, they could have yeah. just appeared on their website, but they it was fun, it was engaging, it was light, it was just, it was quick. Apple has set the bar so high for these events that no one's even close. I've been to a ton of them. I've talked about this before, and no one really knows how to do these. Should it be a person on the screen? Should it be a, a Zoom situation when you have four people talking? Should we have, should it be produced? Should it be live? Apple just said, you know what? We're doing it our way. They're like mini movies. There was even like, if you were paying attention at one point, they went through Apple park and there was this cool little cameo of, of, of Craig Federighi, like walking. I saw that. Like, like it's just it's so clever. Way. Yeah. It's yeah. the whole thing. It's a clever, it's gay. It's engaging. It doesn't drone on. It's just even like the commercial zoomed into the video zoomed out. Oh my God. It's so good. The production value is just through the roof. It's awesome more to come yeah yes. i hope they do it everything i mean what the hell just give me a video every time you announce anything i'll watch one of these a week <laughs> perfect well thank you both so much for calling in and joining us as always i really appreciate it so thank you so much and we'll talk again next week i'm sure there will be something new to talk about yep. see you guys then yeah. 
And thank you all so much for watching this episode of Today in Tech. If you liked this video, be sure to give it a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel and hit the bell icon so you're notified every single time we post a new video. If you have any questions or probably more likely comments about anything that Apple released at its Time Flies event last week or this past week rather, let us know in the comments below. Are you planning on upgrading? What are you looking forward to? Do you think having all of these events is crazy? Whatever your opinion is, let us know in the comments below. Thanks again for watching and I'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.